And what's this I hear about you bailing out on detention today? I'm not giving up my math club time. The babysit a bunch of delinquents. Excuse me, those kids need your attention as well. But the ones who try actually deserve it. And what a refreshing uh, uh, dialogue that is. The ones who uh, try it uh, deserve it. And that's from the movie. Hold on one second. <laughs> I'll tell you. Take the lead. That's from the movie Take the Lead. And in your own life, do you focus on the people who, through their own choice, destroy their own lives? Or do you focus on those that deserve it, who make better choices? And that applies to maybe family members. Maybe it's the kid who is always in trouble that you focus on, and the good kid gets left in the background. Think again. You want to pay attention to the kid who is making proper choices, better choices, and commend them. I always learned that rewarding, I learned early on that rewarding the good is much better than focusing on punishing the bad. Uh, I know sometimes we have to put out fires in family relationships and we have to attend to someone, a kid who's on drugs or alcohol. But man, you want to pay attention to your good kids too. And the same with your friends and the same in your own life. Focus on the good within you rather than always beating yourself up and finding that it's much harder to change when you're always criticizing yourself, when you're always saying, why do I always do this? Why can't I get back to the gym? Why don't I eat better? I'm just, I'm, I'm just a loser. I'm a failure. I'm no good. I'm unlovable. Well, if you beat up on yourself, when are you ever going to focus on your strengths and focus on moving uh taking some of those things you don't like and moving them into the categories of strengths, meaning learning how to exercise more, learning how to take care of your body, learning how to take care of your mind better. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner, and my show is The Rational Basis of Happiness. It's an opportunity for you to call in and ask questions that you'd ask a clinical psychologist. I am one. And the number's toll-free, 1-877-DR-KENNER, toll-free, 1-877-DRKENNER. And even though it's not therapy, it's an opportunity opportunity to get some free advice. And right now I want to invite Jennifer to the phones. Jennifer, you and your boyfriend can't decide where to live? Um, actually, it's a matter of difference of um, uh, he wants to stay where we are right now and, and it's total isolation. I live 75 miles away from uh, the nearest city, <laughs> town. Okay. So you're out in the boondocks, and is that something that is not, uh, I'm hearing, it's not your cup of tea? Um, absolutely not. Um, it's, it's a matter of um, my sanity um, being compromised for his happiness. Okay, so it's not a win-win situation that you would have to sacrifice. <laughs> well, he, thinks it's a, he thinks it's a win. <laughs> okay, why does he think it's a win? Well, I mean, because he has this great job, and, um, you know, what, the reason why we moved here is just to get his foot in the door. Now that he's up here, he sees it as a good opportunity to climb the ladder. Oh, where you are, not a foot in the door. Is it a national company or international where he could go to a national. city? It's a national um, one. It's a national, but, of course, you know... Um, there's always the case of, well, when you move to a bigger city, there's more competition to climb the ladder. Yeah. So he's afraid of, you know, why climb the mountain when I could easily climb the molehill? Okay, so he's basically facing a trade-off, and he's wanting his cake and eat it, too. He's wanting to force you to be happy where you're at when it's pretty clear that you gave it a running shot. You came up there with the agreement that it was only temporary, and now he's 
made a different decision based on work, not in his romantic relationship, obviously, and that's okay for him to do, but then he's got to take the consequences, which are what? The consequences, I feel, um, you know, I mean, either him, um, you know, maybe maybe having to work a little harder to climb the ladder, right. or maybe taking a little bit more time to climb the ladder, or me leaving, which obviously he is not caring about or not thinking about. So he doesn't even think that's within the realm of possibility that you would say... Right. I'm so loyal that, you know, it's, it's really quite a detriment to my happiness. Yeah. What would you like to do? Well, I mean... I want to say with him, it's a really good job with benefits, and I and I know this, and I know all of the reasons why he's doing this, and I yeah. agree with him, but I can't sacrifice my own happiness. At the same time, we are still having, you know, while it's a good job where it's very expensive, expensive to live here bill-wise, mm-hmm. so it's really hard for me to just pick up on my own and move, considering how we're still out. We've lived here for three years, and I'm still an outsider, so I don't have a job even. So I'm living inside this cube I call my house, my four walls. Mm-hmm. So, and the money that I had saved up, I used all of that to get us here. Okay, so you pooled your resources, and what do you, what do you do for, as for a living? Outside, I know you're not working now, but what right. do you typically? Well, I mean, my living is just taking care of the house and bills. Okay, but in the past. Oh, um. Well, I mean, I love photography, um, acting, you know, photography is my passion. Um, before, you know, I've been secretary, you know, just the data entry type yeah. uh, situation. Okay. And what, how old are you? I'm... Ballpark. <laughs> 30th. <laughs> okay. No, that's fine. I uh, yeah. Okay. So you're trying to make a very difficult decision. It's always hard when you're facing two positive values. If he were an abusive person, it would be, hey, I'm getting out of here. <laughs> you know, this mm-hmm. is win-win. I'll take my hit financially. I'll leave. I'll... I'll find a, a job, maybe even as a data entry person someplace, and I'll climb my own ladder, honey, and I will eventually get to photography and acting and get in a field. And I'll put myself in a town or a, a city that has photography and acting where you can make a living at it. So right. you could design your life. And if you've been with him for many years, you know each other, It's basically you guys have been married, even though it's not... Uh, not legally, right? Right. No yeah. kids, right? No kids, but um, uh, seven and a half years together. Oh, seven and a half years together. Okay. Uh, why doesn't he hear you? You know, it's one of those things where um, I think it's a matter of pride, number one, and number two, um, uh, a bunch of laziness also has to factor into it because... Um, it actually took me, my help in him um, obtaining this job, um, with my financial resources, and, yeah. um, you know, just helping him with scheduling appointments and going to the meetings and and um, interviews and stuff like that. And so I think it's a matter of, you know, he, he's actually 30, 37. So okay. I think it's a matter of, you know, midlife, almost 
to 40 have to rush to get up there to the to the ladder um you know before anything's too late you know yeah. and as and as far as him not caring or not hearing me um i also think it's a matter of um lack of lack of communication and compassion and i say lack of communication because everything i anything i bring up to him he always escalates it to a fight so that comes back to the pride thing Okay, so you want to ask yourself, is he the right partner for me? And I know we we don't have a lot of time left. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm not, I don't know if you're aware that I wrote a book with uh, my co-author, Ed Locke, and it's all about being good to yourself, valuing your happiness, your long-range happiness. And we have a provocative title, The Selfish Path to Romance, How to Love with Passion and Reason. Oh, well, that's a long title. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just selfish, selfish romance. Just write selfishromance.com, or you can go to my website, drkenner.com, and you can get the book on Amazon. Um, okay. The reason I'm mentioning it is because we talk about how to make yourself lovable, how to make yourself, how to give yourself the life you love, and when it's proper to compromise and when it's not proper to compromise. And if you're feeling like you're living in a cube, man, you're compromising way too much. You need your life. If you need to communicate with him, and if it's always a fight with him, then you want to read the chapter on how to reduce conflict, you know, how to deal with conflict, and we have a chapter on how to compromise, and okay. what a good relationship looks like. One of the most important things for you is your own identity. If you love acting and photography, you need to be able to give that to yourself, just like he needs to. Sometimes relationships work out. Sometimes people decide to part ways, and we even have in our appendix a little bit on parting ways, even though the focus of our book is how to cherish one another. So listen, thank you so much, Jennifer, and I wish you the best with a very difficult decision, and my key advice is love yourself. Really uh, speak up and value your own life. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner on the Rational Basis of Happiness.